Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the economy, stupid. Well, that's not what it is. If you talk to Democrats in Washington, what are they working on? Trying to figure out how to make sure you buy an electric car. They don't care if, it, if you can afford it or not. And they're working on gun control. That's right. The House Judiciary Democrats passed an assault weapons ban with no GOP support. The House Judiciary Committee uh, last night aligned... Uh, Democrats aligned and voted unanimously to pass an assault weapons ban on Wednesday while committee Republicans all voted against the measure. This is something they're now celebrating in Washington. And what does this mean moving forward? Ted Lieu put it this way. U.S. House candidate California 36. He said, quote, today we passed the assault weapons ban act. Every Democrat and House judiciary voted yes and every Republican voted no. This, he said, was a proud moment for the Democratic Party. This, again, all while the economy is in serious trouble, this is what Democrats are working on. But first, I want to take a quick moment to tell you about our good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. You know what's going on in the economy. You know what's happening on Wall Street. And you know what's going on with inflation. So are you protecting your hard-earned dollars, your assets? Do you have a hedge against inflation? 
Are you terrified every day that you've lost a massive amount of money when the stock market is having these crazy drops? Well, are you diversified? And if you are diversified, you don't have to worry as much. That's where Legacy Precious Metals comes in. Legacy Precious Metals can help you have a blueprint to protect your hard-earned dollars. As interest rates go up, inflation goes up, Democrats are trying to raise taxes, and a skyrocketing national debt. Now is a time for you to take a look at protecting your dollars and controlling your future with gold and precious metals. A lot of people move to gold and precious metals during times like these. It is a hedge against inflation. It's a way to protect your assets. And right now you can call Legacy Precious Metal and get the free investor's guide. Make sure you call them and see if gold and precious metals is right for you and your retirement. 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Again, joining me now to talk about this is U.S. Senator from Tennessee, Bill Haggerty. Senator, I appreciate you coming on. And let's start uh, first off with, with th- these. It's, it's clear that the Democrats are, I guess, trying to just distract from the reality of what's happening. They're refusing to deal with the economy. They're refusing to deal with their policies that are destroying this country, specifically on oil and gas. We are seeing the president come out, do a full court press with every other Democrat around him, obsessing over, you know, this this executive action that he can take, even maybe declaring a state of emergency on global warming, saying it's the number one threat to this country. Is what are what are people that you serve with saying about this? I mean, this is not the time to be doing this, which is only going to make oil and gas prices go up, not down, which is hurting more Americans, all Americans. Yeah, Ben, as usual, you uh, hit a bullseye when you mentioned the word distraction, because the Democrats are looking at the exact same poll numbers that I am, and they are losing. They're losing the American public in a big way. Uh, Inflation and the economy are the number one issue on Americans' minds. Uh, Americans, I guess, they believe we all live in flyover states and we don't matter, and they surround themselves with, you know, breathing their own exhaust in this glass bubble here in Washington. And they're trying to do things that will, quote, rally their base. Uh, They're really trying to do things that will divide Americans. And I think they believe that the way to victory for them is through division. Uh, I I believe it's through addition and multiplication. Uh, And and focusing on issues that actually matter to people would would actually help the Democrats. But uh, instead, their their blind focus on um, trying to drive issues that that will divide America, they think that, that energizes their base, certainly to an extent it energizes the far, far left. Uh, it may energize the Twitterverse that they pay so much attention to, but that's not the majority of the American people. The economy is the number one issue, and every step the Biden administration is taking is making economic matters worse here. And you mentioned the economy with respect to their climate goals. Uh, what they're doing is driven the cost of energy through the roof here in America. And we've talked about this before, Ben. Um, these are global markets. They've driven up uh, energy prices not only here in America to a point of massive pain, but they've also driven up energy prices on a global basis. They have inadvertently funded Vladimir Putin's war on Ukraine because Putin has been the biggest beneficiary of this worldwide price increase. 
it, it seems to me that the policy of the Biden administration uh, and Democrats that are obsessed with forcing you into their green new religion, and I do believe it's religion like a cult, is, look, we're going to transition um, from energy independence in America to energy dependence to countries that hate the United States of America. How is that a smart foreign policy and national security move? And it seems that the entire democratic apparatus is in favor of this. Well, it certainly does seem that way. And what they're doing is they're transitioning from a point where we were a net exporter of energy uh, when President Trump was in office. Just go back two years. We were in a position to be the net exporter. We were energy independent. Now they're putting us in a place of extreme vulnerability and they want this, quote, transition to take place to electric vehicles, to solar panels. All of these things are manufactured in China. And China is going to place a chokehold on our economy. As you said, these are countries that don't have our best interests at heart. And they want to put us, again, in a vulnerable position, a a strategic position where we cannot fulfill uh, the the needs of the American public. It's going to create a a disaster. You're already seeing, you know, I, I saw a notice earlier this week in Texas that they've asked people to not charge their Teslas in the afternoon because they're concerned about brownouts. Uh, they've moved too fast toward wind and solar. You saw, you've seen what happens. Um, they're, they're, they're subject to great vulnerability because these technologies have not filled the gap that are being created by these failed policies as they wage war on the oil and gas industry. There was an interesting commentary yesterday, and it said the disconnect between the White House and the people is beyond apparent when it comes to the polls, uh, not just on climate change, but also on the economy right now. Quote, but the fact that we are talking about climate change as an emergency, as a crisis, as this president doesn't consider inflation approaching 10 percent in this country, that is not a crisis uh, or more than 12 million people legally entering this country in Joe Biden's first two years. That is a projection now. That, to this administration, is also not a crisis. All the fentanyl that is the leading cause of death for those between the ages of 18 and 49, that apparently is not a crisis either. You look at the real issues that we have right now in this country, and you look at how they're treating them, they're just acting like it's another day when they wake up. Hey, who cares if a bunch of 18 to 49-year-olds are dying from fentanyl coming across the border? Who cares if we're approaching now 4 million people illegally entering this country in Joe Biden's first two years? Who cares, right, that, that, that if, if we have inflation at 10%? How do you not deal with inflation at this point? It's going to cripple our economy, and I think you're afraid of it or concerned the same way I am. Yes, I'm, I'm very worried that we're at the precipice of a recession right now. We're going to find out on July 28th if we have technically entered a recession because that'll be our opportunity to get the GDP growth rate for, for, for this quarter. Uh, if it's negative again like it was for the last quarter, we're going to technically be in a recession. But for many people, uh, we've been in a recession for some time. Again, real wages are declining because inflation is spinning out of control. And if you look at the rate of inflation growth, then it's accelerating. It's not decelerating. We went from 8.6% to 9.1% this month. It's growing at a faster rate. So they have completely lost control of the economy. And you're right. They lost control of our border the minute that Joe Biden came into office. It's been intentional. Um, They're killing people in my home state of Tennessee. We had over 3,000 deaths from overdose. And my sheriff told me that every month is worse than the month before in terms of the number of people that they are finding overdosed or dead because of illicit drugs that are coming across that porous Mexican border. Joe Biden won't even go to the border. You cannot get a Democrat to go to the border. Yet it's the precipitant, as you said, uh, the major cause of death for young people between ages of 18 and and their late 40s. So 
they are avoiding every crisis that they've precipitated and fabricating new crises uh, by the minute, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the, the next threat to democracy, their show trial that they've got going on regarding January 6th, which will never end. And then you've got the reality of the November elections that are just pushing them into crazier and crazier um, you know, in positions. What they should be doing is listening to the American people, and it's as you said, they're ignoring. Well, let's talk about this January sixth committee. They they are going full court press on this, continuing to do it. I see even this morning, uh, they come out and they and they're saying, you know, that we are we are not trying to quote stop the Donald Trump, but this is important to America's uh, democracy, our national security. Uh, even one Democrat said, put it this way: they said the purpose of the January sixth committee quote is not explicitly to go after Trump; it's to lay out the facts. Um, well, then why is it every single day? clearly everything they're doing trying to go after donald trump so that he they can make it where he's not even allowed to run for president in 2024 if he chooses to do so uh, that, that is that is obviously what their goal is and again it's an opportunity to to deflect and distract they time this thing uh just so it'll run right up to the early voting uh in in most states for the november elections uh, this is a show trial and nothing more um there's no republican opposition there there's no one being cross-examined um, they're, you know, they're going in and basically selecting what they want, painting the picture that they want to, to create to discredit Donald Trump and to create you know, more talking points so they can run against Trump yet again. I think they believe that's where their base needs to be. So it's, again, this, this hyperbole about the climate or let's do gun control or anything else, uh, as well as attack Donald Trump. They're just bumper stickering their way to the November elections. The American public is far smarter than this. We all feel the pain. That have been, you know, it's been precipitated by their policies, and um, I don't think this is going to work well for them at all. And if you look at the polls, they're not moving the polls with all this craziness. Um, they may be satisfying themselves, they may be raising money with it. I think that's that's working for them, um, but they are not moving the polls with the American public. I want to shift gears with you to the, another story that we've really been discussing uh, in depth each and every day, and that's the Hunter Biden story. Uh, there is more and more coming out on this, and my concern is is that he's going to get away with this, which means Joe Biden gets away with this. If Republicans do gain control of the House and Senate, are you guys prepared to actually go all in? I mean, we know about the 150 uh, bank, uh, you know, warnings that came right with his bank accounts where they were flagging his bank accounts for transactions uh, that they look like illegal activity that were with with bad actors mm -hmm. around the world. We now know that, that, that Joe Biden lied to us, can constantly lied to us. Uh, when he said he knew nothing about his son's business dealings, his calendar clearly shows that every time his son was getting a deal done, uh, he met with his dad afterwards to make sure everybody was online. Everybody knew what was going on. Uh, we've seen more and more come out uh, when it when it revolves around Hunter Biden legal activity. And now we're even talking about more charges possibly against him. But it's really Hunter Biden doesn't get any of this done without Joe Biden's involvement. And then this almost million barrels of oil yeah. that we sold to a Chinese energy company that apparently, based on the financial records in China, still clearly show that Hunter Biden is an investor in this company. How is that not an impeachable offense? It, 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 it certainly is. And I think that the Democrats have demonstrated their willingness to stop at nothing to try to destroy our previous president. And they've laid the path uh, for the demise of Joe Biden. His son certainly is, is, has been the one that has created the criminal environment, his brother. Uh, it's, a, it's a criminal family enterprise. Now, Joe Biden's been in politics. He's been a politician for, for four decades. Uh, yet somehow he's got the wealth to have a mansion on the shore and all of this stuff. I mean, 
you know, Hunter said it in his in his uh, communication with his daughter. Uh, remember when he said that at least, you know, I don't make you pay me half of what I make, um, what you make, like uh, Pop makes me. Um, yeah. You know, the big guy who gets 10% of everything. Uh, we all know who the big guy is. This is not something new to the American public, but I think what's unfolding here is the depth of the criminal, criminal enterprise of, of Hunter Biden and, and his crew. And as we find out the involvement of the Biden family in China, it really leads you to question, um, you know, why is it that Joe Biden has gone so soft on China? He goes over to Saudi Arabia. He insults the, the royal family. We're going to make them a pariah state, he says. Um, this is because he's concerned about human rights. There's been no greater violator of human rights than, than the Chinese. Look at what they've done with the Uyghur population there. And Joe Biden remains largely silent on all of this, uh, kowtowing to China, as you said earlier, making us ever more dependent on China with respect to this Green New Deal. And, um, you know, they've got deep, deep financial ties to the Chinese Communist Party that continues to emerge with the story of Hunter Biden. So I think the Republicans are going to be well positioned to come right after Hunter Biden and his father, Joe. None of this would be happening were it not for the political office that Hunter Biden's father holds. This is all about paying for access at the end of the day. And, well, and, that, and that's Joe what I was going to ask dealing. you. I, I don't even think this is, was ever leg, legitimate business deals. I think this was 100 percent pay to play. And the only people that were willing to pay to play in this way would be shady and bad actors. No legitimate businessman mm-hmm. is going to hire Hunter Biden and do million or 10 million or 100 million or billion dollar loan deals. This was Russian oligarchs. This was people in Colombia, people in Mexico, people around the world that were bad actors, people in, in, in Ukraine with Burisma. I mean, these weren't business deals. This was paying for access to America and paying for access to the vice president and now the president. And they're still apparently not afraid to do favors. And it's almost like they're saying, hey, we know our time's coming to an end. We're not going to be held accountable for this. Certainly not Joe Biden based on age. Even if this all comes coming down, give the oil to your company in China. We don't care at this point. It's almost just deliberate, in my opinion. Yeah, Ben, you're right. It certainly does look deliberate. But you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I had uh, Jennifer Granholm, who's the Secretary of Energy in the Biden administration, before me in one of my committees. And I just asked her a simple question. You know, she's the Secretary of Energy. I said, do you know Hunter Biden? Yes. She said, I know him. I said, well, have you consulted Hunter Biden on energy policy? He's obviously an expert. If Burisma is willing to pay him, you know, a million dollars a year. No, no, we don't consult with Hunter Biden on energy policy. Again, it's just a uh, you know, an, another point of proof that uh, he doesn't know anything about this stuff. It's it, just as you say, it's pay to play. And um, the Biden family are expert at this. Uh, it's a criminal enterprise. And we, we, we'll get to the bottom of it. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to this after November. Uh, Senator, I appreciate your time as always coming on. We'll have you back again real soon. And thanks for the update. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are now finding out that the American people are finally waking up. In fact, there's a new poll out that says the majority of voters now say that they do believe that President Joe Biden is very aware of Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings. Take a listen to part of this from Fox News Channel, as we are now seeing the tide finally turn the story, which took years to get us to this point. Despite uh, repeated denials from President Biden that he ever spoke to his son about Hunter's business dealings overseas, the New York Post is now reporting that Hunter Biden met with his father at least 30 times at the White House or the vice president's residence while Biden served as VP. With some of those sit downs coming just days after Hunter returned from overseas business trips. Let's bring in Byron York. He's the chief political correspondent for The Washington Examiner and a Fox News contributor. Uh, so Byron, you know, we've heard from the White House over and over and over again that president's never uh, dealt with his son. It's not been involved in his overseas business dealings. But this is starting to look a lot more suspect. 
Absolutely. Remember, the Hunter Biden story is always really a Joe Biden story. And the question is, uh, did President Biden really not know uh, about his son's business dealings, as the president has said? As the president has said, yes, he lied. And we now all know that he lied about it. And that's exactly why the majority of American voters believe that President Joe Biden was clearly aware and of Hunter Biden's shady overseas business dealings. And this isn't business dealings. I'm tired of calling them that. This is this is illegal activity. This is what criminals do. This is a criminal enterprise. And people in the poll also said they believe that he even profited from these deals, according to a new poll released today. The Rasmussen Report survey also showed that a whopping 55% of voters say they are now closely are, are, they are now, quote, closely following the reported Hunter Biden laptop story, meaning that people are angry. Now, why are they angry right now? And we need to take a step back and understand the context of why all of a sudden are people actually giving a care? It is because the American people are hurting. It is because of the high gas prices. It is because mortgage demand has dropped to a 22 year low as higher interest rates and inflation are now crushing home buyers. It is because of another headline that has just come out. And it says U.S. housing market could be headed for a total meltdown, economists are warning. This is why people now care. You can get away with murder in politics if life is good. You really can. You can get away with murder. You can do things that people would say, there's no way that people are going to allow it to happen if people are happy, if people are content. If people's lives are good, they don't really care as much and they don't pay attention to what you are doing. It's the reason why Congress has, was able to make millions, actually billions of dollars insider trading. And when the rest of the economy was good, no one really cared. Now people care that Nancy Pelosi and people care that her husband are making insane business deals, making incredible amounts of money. They actually do care. They care about all of this right now because they're hurting. Now, the White House has come out and they know that you're hurting, but they're doubling down again. They are doubling down on what they say is the number one initiative that they have to be a part of. And that number one initiative is climate change. They're not talking about inflation. They're talking about climate change. And the president's going to use executive actions this week to say, see all these hot temperatures in the world? Pay attention to this. And we're going to fix it somehow, even though we're not going to fix it. But we're going to fix it. And that's what we're going to focus on because people are obviously looking at the other big issue. Now, the article goes on to say, or I should say the poll goes on to say, that 62% of voters believe the president benefited financially from the first son's business relationships in China, including 44% now who say it's very likely. And the only reason why they care now is because they're hurting. And this man is clearly doing things and making policies that are hurting them. 69% reject the president's assertion that he doesn't talk to his son about business. Almost 70%, folks. And 49% say the president is very likely, that he very likely knew and just 22% think he was unaware of his son's business relationships. Now, you're always going to get in the 20% range because there's psychotic liberals on the left who will refuse to ever admit 
that the Democratic Party or Joe Biden or Hunter Biden could have ever done anything wrong. In fact, you can even get convictions of Joe and Hunter Biden in and have him removed from office. And you'd still probably have 20 percent of the Democrats out there that say he should not have been impeached. He should not have been taken out of office. He did nothing wrong. So understand 20 percent. If you're at 22 percent that are the uh, and just 22 percent of the Democrats or of, of general voters, I should say, that think that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were unaware of the relationships and business. That tells you how bad this is right now. Now, here's the other one that is shocking. Not to me. It's about time I say it, but it's shocking to the rest of the political world. A majority, 56 percent, believe Hunter Biden will not be prosecuted. Now, that number right there is the one that makes people angry when you're hurting and you're paying high prices at the pump and you're paying for a higher cost of living at food and gas and inflation. And you can't buy a house right now because the interest rates are too high. And all of these things are happening right now. Can't afford a house note. And you're struggling now back to paycheck to paycheck. All the people that were loving life right under Donald Trump and they were successful And they had their bills paid. And then they got into the woke world of, oh, well, he's a bad guy and he tweets bad things. Notice now they don't get they don't care anymore. And 56 percent of Americans now believe the game is rigged. Why? Because they're actually paying attention because their lives are hurting. The New York Post, which broke the story about Hunter Biden's suspicious business relationships in Ukraine and China in a series of exposés beginning all the way back in October of 2020, reported on Saturday, the first son met with his then vice president father at least 30 times after returning from overseas business trips between 08 and 16. The information, like the articles from October, came directly from Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop that he left at the Delaware Computer Repair Shop. 62% of voters believe President Biden benefited financially from Hunter Biden's relationships in communist China. That is a massive number, unbelievably huge number. The polls are turning and people are understanding it. The polls are, 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 are pretty accurate on this one. Now, the Post reporting on Saturday raised questions about whether the father and son were, were, were purposely and directly involved in the entire scheme to make money. Because Hunter Biden was relaying messages from his overseas clients directly to his father. They weren't doing business with Hunter Biden. They were doing business with Joe Biden. They were doing business with the American government through Joe Biden. And they were trying to gain favor and get deals done. This isn't legitimate business, by the way. This is what cartels do. This is what oligarchs do. This is not, cor- this is not legitimate business. This is corruption. Hunter Biden's personal calendar obtained from the laptop showed that Eric Swearin, the president of Rosemont Seneca Partners, an investment firm that Hunter Biden helped co-found, is listed as attending 21 of the 31 meetings that he had with the vice president, Joe Biden. A report in the Post on July the 2nd, based on documents found on the computer's hard drive, show that it contained an extensive list of contacts for U.S. government officials involved with overseas relationships between U.S. and China, including a number, uh, a number of Google executives. The report said the government officials would have been well-positioned to help Hunter Biden with his business dealings in China, while his father was vice president in the Obama administration between 08 and 16. The Post reporting shows that Hunter Biden and his father have been involved in China for years. Hunter Biden accompanied his father on Air Force Two when President Joe Biden visited Beijing in 2013 for a visit with the Chinese leader Xi. Don't worry, they didn't talk about business, right? No, of course not. The elder Biden was looking to, quote, de-escalate tensions in the South China Sea, but the younger Biden was on there on the plane looking for the next big payday. 
paying a visit to Jonathan Lee, a Chinese financer who ran the private equity firm, Boi Capital. In fact, he even managed to arrange a handshake between Lee and the sitting vice president. Still, the White House, of course, has maintained that the president does not discuss business deals with his son, even though it's clearly clear. It is so clear, right? It's abundantly clear that that's a lie. President Biden inadvertently financed Hunter Biden's uh, escapades with a Russian-linked escort ring, according to a new report as well. The president has said that he never spoke with his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? That's what Fox News correspondent Peter Ducey asked White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki back in April at the Daily White House briefings, and she responded with yes, reiterating the president's 2019 claim that, quote, he had never spoken with his son about his overseas business dealings. We know that's a lie now. We have a voicemail to prove that from the president. The U.S. attorney in Delaware obviously can't look the other way any longer with the investigation of Hunter Biden for tax fraud stemming from the lucrative payments he received from foreign businesses. And Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin are now heading up probes into the Sun's business dealings in China and Ukraine. In fact, a number of Republicans have also said they would launch investigations into Biden if they retake control of Congress in November in the midterm elections. House GOP conference chair told the Post that in recent reporting on the meetings between Hunter Biden and his father must, quote unquote, be examined. Saying hardly a day goes by without another revelation about how intimately involved Joe Biden was with his son, Hunter Biden's corrupt foreign business dealings. The fact that Joe was in meetings with senior foreign leaders on behalf of Hunter and his business associates while the vice president further proves that Joe has been lying to the American people from since day one. And that's exactly why the polls are now turning. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What I know now, and this is what I've been telling you now for months, is that the American people are finally getting to see and hear because so many of you have been activated to share these stories. It's not the media that's telling these stories, right? The media today is selling us on climate change. And the media today is selling us that the president of the United States of America is doing an amazing job stopping climate change with these new executive actions. And he may even declare a state of emergency on climate change because of the high temperatures. The entire administration is out there today trying to save the president of the United States of America by coming out there and telling you, don't look over here at this story with Hunter Biden. Don't believe what you're hearing on the internet. Don't believe what you're hearing from conservative leaders. You need to understand that we're trying to save you from literally burning to death. And it may cost you a lot of money, right? You may go broke in the process of going green, which is a real chance, real probability now. But you need to do it because we are going to save your life. You just don't realize how important it is that we're saving your life, right? This is a constant theme that we are getting specifically from this White House. Now, are they going to back down? No. No chance. Take a listen to this conversation this morning on inflation as experts are now looking at just how bad things are getting. Former president of CKE Restaurants and current visiting fellow at the Heritage Foundation. That sounds like quite a title. Andy Puskert joins us from Michigan. Andy, good morning to you. Hey, Steve. Good to see you. Uh, you know, apparently, yes, according to our White House correspondent, yesterday was the first time they started talking about it being transitory. You know, all of his economists, the president's economists, said this is just a, a bump in the road. Well, you know what? Here we are a year later. That wasn't a bump. That's a mountain we're on right now. Yeah, they really should just admit that they're they're spending. They spent too much money. They enacted that one point nine trillion dollar spending spree at the beginning of March of 2021, uh, right after he took office and inflation surged that month. They ought to just come out and say, look, uh, we spent we spent too much money. There's too much money out there. We're not going to solve this problem. Uh, we're going to try and encourage businesses to grow. We're going to cut back on regulation. We're going to encourage domestic energy production, get those gas prices down. 
Uh, and the Fed is going to be increasing interest rates to try and quell the demand that's out there. But rather than that, they keep trying to make these ridiculous excuses that I don't, I don't know anybody could pay any attention to anything they say anymore. You go, how many times can you lie to us and, and you know, do it with a straight face? I don't know why they continue on this, on this track. They ought to just admit that they caused this problem. It was a mistake. Larry Summers said, if you pass this bill, inflation will surge. Well, they passed it and inflation surged. It, it's not like they weren't warned. Uh, they just now need to fix the problem and start stop trying to make excuses for it. Sure. Stop trying to make excuses for it, right? They spent all this money. Inflation's through the roof. What are you doing today? Well, we're going to declare a national emergency, or we're at least going to use executive orders to do that. All of this, they say, is in wake of Joe Manchin's announcement that he won't vote for a bill addressing climate change unless inflation slows next month. Climate leaders are calling for the president to just go around Congress to declare climate change a national emergency. And it appears that the White House is seriously considering it. They may not do it this week, but they're seriously considering it. Why? Because you don't have to go through Congress to do this. What would a formal declaration do? Well, it would open up new powers and new possibilities for, quote, unilateral action by the executive branch to combat climate change, including halting, listen carefully, and imagine what this would do to your prices of everything. It would halt U.S. exports of crude oil and halt all offshore drilling. Biden could even redirect military funding to the construction of renewable energy projects. Much as former President Donald Trump diverted more than $18 billion in Pentagon funding to build the wall on the U.S. border with Mexico, which was important for our national security, and impose trade penalties on countries that permit deforification. Not kidding. This is what they're focused on, such as the destruction of the Amazon rainforests in Brazil. Now, such a creative use of the relevant federal law would also undoubtedly trigger massive lawsuits from fossil fuel companies and other Republican leaders and state representatives and state attorney generals that would say, uh-uh. On Monday evening, Senator Jeff Merkley, Democrat Oregon, and Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat Rhode Island, held a press conference to ask Biden to explore a range of actions to reduce climate pollution. They obviously did this knowing the president was going to react this week. Many of these, such as using the Defense Protection Act, could build up, quote, domestic clean energy manufacturing capacity quicker than already it's happening, they said. And they said it's time for us to make sure we get this done. Quote, there is probably nothing more important. They want you to believe this. There is probably nothing more important to our nation and for our world than for the United States to drive a bold energetic transition in its energy economy from fossil fuels to renewable energy, the senator said in a statement last night. They said because of the record-breaking heat wave in the Western U.S. and in Europe, Senator Merkley argued that climate change is no longer a future threat, but an, a, un, a, an already unfolding disaster that we must stop. My state is in crisis. We have massive droughts that are destroying our farmers. It's affecting our forests. We have the red zone where the pipe, excuse me, where the pine beetles are killing the pine trees. We have the forest fires, and we have a huge impact on our fishing, both in our streams and offshore, the center said. The most dramatic opinion that Merkley and wants Biden to make is to declare a national emergency on climate. Ah, you don't think all this was pre-planned? The Washington Post reported the White House is indeed considering to do so later last night. 
Yeah, so it just happened to come out and say, that, yeah, we're considering it. Quote, the president made it clear that the Senate doesn't act to tackle the climate crisis and strengthen our domestic clean energy industry. We will, a White House official said in a statement, we are considering all options and no decision has been made yet. Right, okay, I believe you. Well, then we find out the president's going to send out the team to get on TV and tell us how bad things are and why we must do this now. He sent out all the big guns today to do the big interviews. Secretary of Transportation, Mayor Pete, said the science is unambiguous. We're running out of time when it comes to climate change. Therefore, we must act now regardless of what it does to our economy. He said this on CNBC. Listen. So, Secretary, I have kind of a, a philosophical question about, about how, we, uh, how we approach things um, in, in terms of dealing with, uh, with emissions and dealing with trying to trying to cut down on, on the use of fossil fuels and how we deal with what Europe might be facing. And what I mean by that is there are real possibilities that people might not have air conditioning during a heat wave or in the, in the winter that they may not have enough energy to heat their, uh, to heat their homes at this point. Now, the mitigation factors that, that we're employing to try to cut down on emissions those really aren't going to cut CO2 emissions till probably 2030. And while we're dealing with these, um, we've got India building coal plants, we've got China building coal plants, just hand over fist and, and emitting and, and not really uh, helping our efforts whatsoever. When wind and solar won't power the homes in Europe, how do we not use hydrocarbons to make sure that near term these people aren't either freezing or dying from the heat? It, it seems like a real quandary at this point to try to do these, to near term try to do these things when near term we need power, we need energy. Uh, and by the way, CNBC's point they're making there is spot on, right? How can you possibly basically be this stupid is kind of how they're saying it, right? How, how can you be this dumb? How can you be this incompetent, right? How, how can you be this stupid to think that right now when people could literally die because of your actions, right? You, the people could literally die because of your obsession with green alternative energy, where people are desperate for power and energy. You're moving forward with a project that's only going to make things exponentially worse. How can you justify this? I can tell you exactly why, because they don't give a crap about you. That's how they can justify it. They honestly, I think, don't care if people die in the process of them pushing their green new religion. This is why 55% of voters say they're closely watching the reporting about the Hunter Biden laptop. This is why 62% of voters believe the president benefited financially from his son's business relationships, specifically in China. This is why another 44% say it's very likely. And it's why 70%, 69% to be exact, basically 7 out of 10 Americans reject the president's assertion that he doesn't or hasn't or doesn't currently talk with his son about his business dealings because there's no way the son has any of these business opportunities, right, these corruption opportunities without his dad being involved. 49% say the president very likely knew what was going on the entire time. And only 22%, which is exactly what I would expect, there's certain people that will never accept reality, right? Will never accept the facts. 22% of liberal Democrats, or I should just say Americans, think 
that the president was unaware of his son's business relationships. Now, the part of this poll that I go back to that means more to me than anything else is the fact that the American people seem to be getting angry right now at the corruption in this administration. When 56% of Americans, a majority of Americans, believe that Hunter Biden will not be prosecuted, that tells you not only are they paying attention, but they're pretty angry, right? They do believe that there is some sort of double standard here. They believe that there is two sets of rules, one for them and another for the Bidens. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down silence us and make sure no one knows what's really happening also hit that auto download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free and i'll see you back here tomorrow i'm jack armstrong he's joe getty we're the armstrong and getty show we cover the stories the mainstream media ignores stories that are important to your life and important to the world the election of course the many trials of donald trump couple of wars gender bending madness why are kids looking at so much social media and we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on but we do it without the left-wing media spin listen to armstrong and getty on demand on america's number one podcast network iheart open your free iheart app and search the armstrong and getty show to start listening more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.